Bokar Tov, we're continuing our Navi class. Today we start at Perak Zayin, Pasuk Bet. We make uh, an intentional effort to kind of ignore the, the chapters because, again, those were not made by Jews. Akhabod, you could join us. Come, we're starting. Vaishlach, Pasuk Bet. Last thing that occurred was that Bnei Israel took down Yericho, they burnt it down. Yoshua made people promise, or Yoshua established a kind of curse that anybody who tried to rebuild Yericho, he would start rebuilding it with his oldest son and he would complete it with his youngest son, which is a curse that the person's family would die or his progeny would die. And we said the symbolism there is that a person, especially in Tanakh, building a city is always a matter of legacy. We saw it with Cain when he built the city in the name of his son Hanoch. So people would build cities in the names of their children as legacy. So Yoshua is basically saying, if you try to do that, it's not going to work out for you. And the, you're going to lose that legacy that you're trying to sustain. And then part of the process, before they had, went, they had gone in to conquer, Yoshua, to, to conquer Yericho, Yoshua went and said that everything, all the spoils of war must be consecrated and they must be separate and they should be put into the storehouse, Otsar Adonai Yavo, he said. And then we're told in the previous Pasuk that the Jews, they trespassed against God and Achan, the son of Karmi, son of Zavdi, from the family of Zerach, from the tribe of Yehuda, took from the Cherem and God got very angry at Bnei Israel. So this one man takes from the Cherem, he takes from the consecrated property and now Borei Olam gets very upset. And now we get on to, and, that, and then the, the Pasuk just, the story just leaves that issue. And we go on to the next war. The next war is going to be with, with a smaller city called Ai. Okay? And this, this war is going to be a much more natural war. It's not going to be like the War of Yericho. War of Yericho is more of like a, a starter war to train Bnei Israel to think in terms of God. The War of Ai is going to be more natural. So, Pasuk uh, Bet begins by Shlach Yoshua Nashim Yericho Ha'ai Asher Im Bet Aben Mikedem Lebet El Bayom Radehem Lemor Alu Veraglu Et Haaretz Bayalu Anashim Veraglu Et Ha'ai Okay, so um, Yoshua sends people, spies, from Yericho to the city of Ai, which is near Bet Aven, uh, east of Bet El, and he says to them, go and spy out the land, and the people went and they spied out Ai, okay? al Yoshua elav, al al kolaam, kelpaim ish, al al kolaam, kelpaim ish, o kishloshet alafim ish ya'alu biyaku so the spies come back and they say, don't send the whole people. I is a very small city. Don't tire out the whole nation. 2,000 or 3,000 men you could send and they will strike the city. Do not tire out the whole nation because I is a very small city. So the spies report, 32. So the spies report is, I is so small, there's no point of sending the whole army. Chapter 7. Verse 3. I is so small, it's, there's no point in, in sending the whole army. That's just a waste. So then, Yoshua says, okay, fine. He sends from there 3,000 men. And they run away from the people of Ai. Meaning, people of Ai, they win. They win the battle. They win the battle. 
and they struck them, the people of Ai, 36 men they killed, and they chased after them by the gates until a place called Shibarim, and they struck them down on one of these downward slopes that were on the path, and the heart of the people melted, and it became like water. In a very similar language to how like Rahab described the people of Canaan, that our hearts have been are melting and they're turning to water. So now the people of Israel, they see their first sign of defeat and their heart melts and it turns to water. So it's very bad. So Yeshua tears his clothes and he falls on his face on the floor. Before the ark of God, until the night. He and the elders of Israel And they put ash or dust on their head Meaning they go into full on mourning Yoshua Two questions Who are the elders if the oldest people are 40 years old? Like, is not necessarily um, old in terms of age It's the leaders of the people it Could be the, the wise men you could call them So the wise men okay. uh, And why are, why are people so young necessarily? Because we said it through the Midbar God said everyone over 40 is not going Right, in. and then they died in the course of those 40 years, but the people who are younger than 20 all made it into Israel. So we have 60-year-olds. Okay? So about 2,000 or 3,000. What? Oh, yeah. And that's the amount of people they sent to war. He said about 2,000 or 3,000 people you could send to battle. Now he sends the 2,000, 3,000 people and 36 of them get killed. So it sounds like a little... But first of all, Am Yisrael is not used to losing people in war. Because until now, the, the, the wars were miraculous. And then two, they get completely routed. And we know, because the text is telling us why they lost. Why did they lose? Because the guy stole Because Achan took from the spoils of Yericho. Okay, so we know the reason. But now Yoshua and the Zekinim, they have no idea what the reason is. So they go into mourning, as if they trying to figure out exactly what happened. And they start crying to God. So it's like, and this is also very bad for Yoshua. Because remember, our whole thing with Yoshua is that there's a kind of like this anxiety as to how, am is I the him, enough? am I good enough? Can I consolidate my leadership? Now, did Moshe ever lose people in war? Did Moshe ever lose a battle? He fought Amalek, he fought Sichon, he fought Og. No. And Yoshua's second battle is a failure. And the first one, he didn't even have to do anything. So the people are like, this Yoshua goes out to battle one time and he fails. So it's very bad for Yoshua. So he goes into mourning. The Zekinim go into mourning. The good thing is that they fall on their faces before the Aron Adonai, before the Ark of God. Whenever we, let's say, in modern countries lose in battle, what do they do? They start to think, how do we, what do we do wrong militarily? What, did, what, was our, why was it, what was wrong with our strategy? So Yoshua, at least the Yoshua and the Zekinim, they know, they have a complete awareness that this, the success in war is coming from God, so they, they turn to the right place. They start crying before God. Pasuk Zayin, Vayom Yoshua, aha. Sorry, isn't yeah. that what Hashem doesn't want them to do also? Like, so they just stop everything and to, and to like, not take, yeah, not take action? Yeah, we normalize everything. So maybe you should have thought feel like more of a strategic... We're going to discuss that. It's a good point. Maybe they should have been more strategic. Like, it seems like they kind of didn't take this war so seriously even. Oh, send 2,000, 3,000 people and just go and attack. Right, so so you could take it. There is an angle of of criticizing Yoshua for relying, for for assuming too much on part of God and not putting in the basic human effort that's necessary to win in battle. We'll see the next time they, they chase after I, they're going to do they're going to do it completely differently. Right. That was his whole 
Now, I, right? I mean, Moshe was Moshe was yeah, but they were in the desert. It was a different. It was a different time. Okay, so maybe he thinks that this is going to work the same way, and then this is a lesson to him. Like, no, you, you have to. This in in war, you have to strategize, and that's not considered a lack of of emuna. That's part of the process. That's part of the ishtadlut. Yoshua says, Oh God, why have you crossed this nation over the Jordan to give us into the hands of the Amorites so that we can be destroyed? <coughs> if only we would have consented and lived on the eastern side of the Jordan. You know what this sounds like? This complaint? If only we would have dwelt on the other side of the Jordan. It sounds like Bnei Israel from last week's parasha. Yeah. If only we would have uh, died in Egypt. Died in Egypt. Or, uh, no, uh, stayed in Egypt as slaves. Okay? Be Adonai, please, God. What can I say after Israel has now turned its neck to its enemies? That's a very important phrase in Tanakh, to know in Tanakh. What does it mean to turn your neck to your enemies? To open it to allow it to... When you turn your neck to your enemies, it means you're running away from them. The ba- it means the back of your neck. To turn, turn your neck, the back of your neck to your enemies. It means you've turned around and now you're running away. It's, you never want to be in that position in battle. Okay? And now if the Canaanites and all the people who dwell in the land here, they're going to congregate around us, meaning they're going to gang up on us. And they're going to cut our name off from the land, meaning they're going to destroy Am Israel. And you, Hashem, what are you going to do about your great name? So, so Yoshua, the end of Yoshua's tefillah is a, is a classic, classic Tanachic tefillah. We are going to be destroyed, and then Hashem, what is that going to look like for you? Yeah, if we get completely destroyed... Isn't there a chutzpah in that? No, it's the way Moshe prays also. Moshe's tefillot are always, Hashem, if you destroy us, then... then Everybody's going to think you were a weak God who didn't succeed in bringing... What is it, how does it look like for God if He brings Am Yisrael into Israel and they get destroyed? It means, oh, God is a weak God. He couldn't, he couldn't bring His people in. But that's an assumption that God doesn't know what He's doing. It's like you're talking down. I know. That's the nature. That's, that's the irony here. It's that you're kind of like trying to convince God with the logic that He's obviously aware of. And for some reason, all of the Avot and tef- and do, do it in their Tefilot in the, in the Navi and in Tanakh. So... That seems to be a, it, it seems like that's okay Almost Like yeah That's a fair tefillah You're allowed to, to speak to God Like that Okay So Bez Hashem Tomorrow we'll continue With uh, the response Yoshua gets from Hashem As to why they lost this battle We know the answer But Yoshua doesn't And then we have to see How Yoshua deals with the issue Once he realizes <laughs>